you stop playing, nigga. Y'all nigga know what the fuck going on. Big 4L. Big steppers. Big footprints. Pussy. Big 4L, Spring Game, it was Spring Game, as, as I hear, was a movie, Spring Game Weekend in Blacksburg, Virginia. I'm hearing Spring Game Weekend was a movie. Um, we got the, our, our, we had boots on the ground. One third of 4L was represented. <laughs> 33.9% of whatever the case may be represented 4L. At the spring game, we had drift literally in the building. Before we get into how your weekend went, how you doing today? How you how you living, Chief? I'm I'm recovering big time, big time recovery day by me. Um, I was just wiped after the weekend and the drive and everything else. We'll get into that in a little bit, but we're also joined by Joe, the guy who was supposed to come snag me and didn't. So we're gonna get oh, into no. all that business and, and figure yeah. out what was going on. <laughs> Spring game Rogers. The second year in a row, Joe goes to the game. Let's cut straight to the foolishness. Joe, what the fuck happened, bro? The, no, the, I had street, to drive down the, the streets wanna the streets wanna know, bro. What I had happened? to drive down to Tennessee late on Thursday. Had some going on with one of our plants. And I got out late on Friday, man. I was tired, bro. So I was like, man, I'm just going to catch some Mexican with my family and drive on back up on Saturday. I yeah. really, I wasn't feeling it, man. I was tired. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't ever actually upset either. It was. It was just funny because everybody yeah. like the the jokes and everybody's like, "Where's Joe?" And they always, they all thought you were coming with me. So it was it's just part like, of my stick now, man. Like, yeah, now you can never show up <laughs> to the spring game. Uh, man, I, I, just, Joe I have to. Shit. I have to do it as a joke next year. I like, just have to. But you was at the spring game last year, though. You just didn't fuck with us. Yeah, yeah, I was the first. <laughs> that was <Yeah>. even worse. <laughs> yeah, I was looking around for you. Now that I know what you look like, I was trying to find him. I was like, is he here? Is he is he walking around? <laughs> is, is he in the flesh? Where's he? Bro, the funniest part. Last year's spring game, I took a picture, and I think Mickey was in the picture. And I was like, I don't know where y'all were sitting at. <laughs> My, that's the what. Let me tell y'all one of the blessings of being white and being a Virginia Tech Hokie fan. You can be white and pull up and show up to any event. And if you ain't Billy Ray Mitchell or Bud Foster or Frank Bieber, you straight. Like ain't nobody going. You could just blend right in. Like yep. especially if you're wearing maroon. We Shit. all look white, man. Everything. It be month when I go to games or events and all that. Motherfuckers be coming at me, calling me by my real name. And Vito, what's good with you, bro? Like, <laughs> motherfuckers be having no fucking angry players' parents running down on me and shit. Like, that's just that. The one, like, the mustache and the glasses, like, like one of the rain, like, you know, one of those little outfits. And man, I can blend right in, get away. Yeah, in and out. Right. I remember last year's spring game, and shout out to bro. I ain't, I don't want to divulge too much of what was going on, and you know I was I was in one of them bars. I wasn't in PKs or pots or all that shit. I don't know where I was at, but 
But I was in I was in one of them bars in the back, way in the back, just posted or whatever, whatever. And I just spark up a random convo with somebody when he was waiting to get in the bathroom. And at the end of the conversation, he was like, all right, Don V, I'll catch you later. I'm like, man, nigga, you know me? <laughs> hey, hey, shout out to me, bro, for standing right the fuck out. <laughs> no, it's true, it's right. true, bro. It's true. Making it and staying yeah, in a Super 8. It, it was it was pretty fire. I didn't really spend too much time in the Super 8. I uh, the time I did spend was was pretty horrific. I I got there and on thir- on Friday like five o'clock, and then Treadmill Horse came and picked me up. Him and his wife, good dude. Treadmill Horse. Yeah, yeah, great guy. Um, he was he was fu- it was funny for him because he had never met a lot of those guys either. Like that was his first time meeting a lot of the Twitter guys too. So when we went no. to the the Suns event, me and him he. He was like, we were both going up to people, and he was like, "I'm treadmill horse." And then I introduced myself, and it was just, it was funny. Uh, he got some pretty crazy reactions though, like, you know, obviously as one of the one of the largest Virginia Tech accounts. But um, the spring the spring jam was pretty cool. Just shout out to the the sons, especially Billy and Pat. Like that that event is huge, and like you, I could tell they were putting in a ton of work for that. Definitely pretty stressed out because it was like a pretty big deal um and and it worked out it was it was a great time so that was fun uh watch dan just absolutely chop it up with probably a thousand people all weekend long that guy was also putting in crazy work um took a couple pictures for him uh because you know he's all about the pictures so hung out with dan for a bit um who else did i meet learning life chris met her great lady um shout out yeah, she 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 showed up too, um, and and just a ton of other people. But uh, that that was a fun time. The Spring Jam was cool. Um, David Wilson, he like performed for a little bit, but I didn't even see it. I was I was somewhere else. Uh, so it was it was just solid weekend all around. Can't wait to go back next year for the exact same thing and just sit at Sharpies for like another fucking ten hours, <laughs> do absolutely nothing. You pulled a shift, yeah. man. Yeah, dude, pull the shift. Man, pulled a 10 hour shift at Sharky because I could not. I would have been above the hokey mark. You hear me? Fuck all that. <laughs> you had to be me. I would have oh, like BTB Savage. You hear me? Shit. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> hey, oh. shout out, hey, shout out to Jerry, bro. RIP. I don't want no trouble. Um, before we get into the spring game, Caleb Smith, Notre Dame receiver, former Virginia Tech receiver, he he uh, put out – he ain't even used the notes app. He had a, a whole uh, a thing with the watermark and shit. Notre Dame, he said he medically retiring from football. He basically, he basically calling it a career. And I ain't going to hold – like, I have been one of his – I ain't going to say a, a critic enough, and I just say what I see. But to go from walk-on to two-time scholarship earner is impressive. Like, and some shit I ain't never did. So, like, I mean, I we could, I could sit up here and, and talk shit and all that from my couch and all of that. But at the end of the day, to go from a walk-on and even fucking bumpers, like, it ain't shit going on out there. So, to go from walk-on receiver to two time you earn a scholarship at two different 
D1 power with Notre Dame and Power Five because they're independent, but Notre Dame is a big brand. Like, you know, that ain't actually that ain't no small potatoes schools he was getting scholarships at. So God bless you, Kayla Smith. Come on for well and tell your story. We can talk about how your pops ran down on me. It's all good, bro. It's it's all good, brother. God bless you, brother. We we catch you at the next spring game. Yeah, you know, y'all got any comments on Kayla Smith, his career, his life? His retirement. Yeah, I mean, like you said, just a great career from him, just going from walk-on to leading Virginia Tech in receiving yards in the season. And I think touchdowns, too. It was bad receiving touchdowns this past year. Um, so good for him. I mean, Grant only threw about nine of them digits. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, <laughs> hey, you still you still did it for he a got year. The you know? Hey, you can he say you did it. You can say you did it. But, I mean. We barely had any. <laughs> we barely had any. <laughs> But hey, you can see, nah, think, still say you did it, and I think that's pretty cool. Uh, so good for yeah. him. Uh, but uh, I thought I don't know. I thought maybe he could make something happen after being wide receiver one and transferring. But you know, sometimes football is too much, and so good luck to him and his future endeavors. Yeah, Caleb's a good dude, man. I've met him before, and I kind of was hoping to see him ball out, man, at Notre Dame. That's a big school. Would have been. Really nice place to get some film. Some film. They play a lot of good teams, so I hate it for him, man. Just because such good dude, he worked so hard to get to where we are right now. Like people that come from, I don't even know what the name of that town's called. Bumpus? Is that what you said? He's from Bumpus. Yeah, he's from Bumpus. Yeah. See, like I ain't even heard of that place before. So like nobody come from there. And so uh, you ain't cool. never been through. You ain't never been through like Goochland, Bumpus, Louisa County, all that. I've been to Goochland, like, but I don't remember going to Bumpus. Yeah, bump is like around here. Like okay, okay. Here. So he was really kind of like, he's kind of getting on the map for him, you know. So I hate that that got cut short early, but whatever he gets into, man, I hope he has a good career, man. Yeah, shout out, shout out, to, shout out to the king, man. Let me explain. I will retire too if I transfer from Virginia Tech to Notre Dame. Like you go to Virginia Tech, you got all these, you know, fine white women and all that. Then you go to fucking South Bend. And he probably kissed a girl with a mustache and said, man, look, man, fuck all that, bro. I got better, <laughs> got better shit to do with my life than deal with bearded women and shit, you know. So yes. shout out to South Bend is uh, I mean, I grew up pretty close to South Bend. South Bend is not a not a very amazing place, that's for sure. Notre Dame is, but Notre Dame is a very, you know, very preppy, upscale area, like school so there's really nothing there other than when football is you know being played so yeah not a big not a big south bend fan a lot of a lot of their kids just go and hang out in chicago most of the time because it's only like you know like an hour and a half away yeah as they, as they should yeah i do business in south bend and for those who haven't been it looks like you took roanoke and when the pandemic rolled through and they shut everything down and then it just never opened back up yeah, there's like <laughs> it's very, no places very to eat. <laughs> like, yeah, there's not much going on, man. It's like a ghost town. Hey, shout out to Fiddler's Hearth, though. That place is pretty good. But yeah, outside of the school, the school's kind of like isolated inside of South Bend, more or less. It's its own thing, really. Right, right. It is. It's a. It's a different world. It's definitely God's country, just at Notre Dame. But outside of that, it's uh not the place to be. So. Nah. Oh man, I will be up in Notre Dame though for a game this year against Central Michigan. My alumni is playing there, so I'm gonna kind of make a trip, but it's the only trip I'm gonna make. 
Hey, man, everybody up here knows whenever you see a Sharks or a JJ's Fish and Shrimp, that it's kind of a bad area. (laughs) And South Bend got a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, South Bend's got some South Bend's got some bad parts to it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, shout out, shout out to Sharks. Oh, they they had one when I was living up in the DC area, they had a sharks. I was eating, I was eating over there and shit. Good food, but, food, no. but they only put them in rough areas. Well, I was in a rough area, definitely. See, I knew it. Shout out to uh you said Central Michigan. Who y'all the chips? Yeah, the chips, the chips. Hey, Khalil Pimpleton University. <laughs> Man, you talk about Khalil Dan Lefever University. Dan Lefever is the chip goat to all oh, y'all, yeah. all y'all kiddos out there that don't know who Dan Lefever is. Do your fucking Googles, my boy. Dan Lefever was him, legendary Chippewas quarterback. Man, shout out to Dan Lefever. Whatever you got going on, let's get to the main event. Why everybody was in Blacksburg. Some people was in Blacksburg to get some pussy, some drugs, some whatever. But most people was down there to watch the uh, spring game. I unfortunately could not go. But I did watch it on uh, TV two, three times. So I seen, I, I seen the footage. Um, if, you, if you haven't seen it, so, so it's posted on YouTube, the full game. And somebody was decent enough to post it on YouTube. But I was able to catch it on the ESPN app live. Uh, it wasn't blacked out. Thank you, Jesus. Fuck. But um, I start with Drift because Drift was actually there, so he had the best view. Um, yeah. What did you What did you see? What did you like? What did you What did you dislike? Before we get into who, like individuals, like what units impressed, didn't impress, or. Yeah. Um, so, so unfortunately we left at halftime, which, uh, I thought I could see the game at like the bar, but they weren't showing it at any of the bars. Cause it was on whatever it was on at the time, uh, ACC network or some shit extra or whatever. So I didn't, I actually did not see the pop Watson plays live, but, um, just in terms of position groups that I thought were good, like running backs look good. Uh, a lot of them look good, like not not just a couple of them. Most of them look good, um, and so and then obviously I thought the wide receivers looked pretty solid, um, especially the ones that we weren't high on. I think that was the other thing too. Like we the guys yeah. that we thought were good kind of played a little down, but we know that they're good. And then the guys that we weren't high on, like Gosnell and obviously Tucker Holloway, is was his second year. He didn't really he hasn't really done a whole lot, but he's got some promise. He I think he played well too. So there's a uh, I liked a lot of what I saw. I didn't, I wasn't a fan of the offensive lines at all, uh, but I guess we'll get into that in a little bit. But what about you guys? I'll let you guys take it away because you had the up top view and, and probably spent more time analyzing it than I did. I was half drunk the whole time. <laughs> I thought Joe. that their starting secondary is going to be pretty solid. Canteen looked good. Most Phillips, man, he was kind of impressive for a freshman, early enrollee. Uh, Dorian Strong looked really good. I think Delane had like one bad rep or two, maybe, but the rest of them looked pretty solid, man. I thought the secondary looked good. Uh, the linebacking unit, they got to get it together a little bit. I was watching Jenkins, he kind of got washed in on a play or two. And I thought the O line was really bad. Like, there's no depth there, especially on the white team. Jesus, yeah, especially, oh, especially, especially in the white team. 
it was it was pretty unfortunate that Xavier Chapman was hurt because uh, he probably would have played left tackle for that white team and like putting Lath there. <laughs> he like literally just got the tech you know, a couple months ago, and he they had him starting against CJ McCray. So I think that was a little tough, but. Mose was good. I, I he looks the part in person too. Like he's a pretty big kid already. Um, man, but Cam Johnson looks so small. I mean, some of those guys are like they're just they're tiny. I mean, Cam Johnson, I think he looks like he was like a buck sixty, if that. Um, good. but Mo Mose looked good. He he looked pretty solid for his size. He looks pretty fast too. So there's definitely some young talent on this team, and I, I think that's the biggest difference from these pride teams versus the Fuente teams is it. It, it seemed like it was a lot harder to get that young talent back then. And I think now we got some guys that can, that come in and can play like right away. Like Coney looked good too. He looked like he could step on the field and the fall and play. Yeah. We got young talent, but it is not on the O-line. Exactly. So, yeah. If your name is Johnny and you're on the O-line, man, you might want to hit the portal, man. Johnny Dixon and Johnny Garrett, they were on the white team O-line. Like you might as well just put one of those revolving doors at the nice stores in right there, man. Like yeah. The they were looking for the guy they were supposed to block. The other time they were turned, going toward the quarterback. Like they got turned around so bad, man. They had a bad day. We have got to hit the portal for some O line, man. Even if it's just depth, I don't care. Like uh, we, we gotta, gotta hit up the Moore family. Yeah. Because it's the only it's the only good lineman we got. <laughs> well, man, Troy Everett, mores. if you're listening to this, please come to tech. Please save our ass. We need more and more. Hey, shout out to my boy Ron Crook. He's got his work cut out. Iron worker to have Ron Crook's job. And Ron Crook make a hell of a lot more than an iron worker. Um, I want to shine a light on uh Mr. Rootin' Tootin'. Uh, he went at 33, and when, when I think 33, it just reminds me of Deshaun McLeese. And Deshaun McLeese had a lot of wiggle, too, like Tootin' does. Um, I think Tootin' clears every running back, bro. I ain't going to hold it. I don't be telling lies or overhyping shit. I think Tootin' clears every running back. I, I, even if they want to do, you know, Tootin' or Malachi, yeah. you know, some games Tootin' starts. Some games Malachi starts. I don't care if they, you know, they share the load. Right. Um, but what we do know, what we do know uh, as Hokie fans is we have a solid rotation. We have four solid backs. I don't think we have one superstar back or no shit like that. But I think we have four ACC level backs. Uh, I agree. Two, two in Malachi. Uh, and like Joe said, Coney looked good. I don't think he would uh, contribute this year, but uh, fucking Duke, Duke well, looked Ch- good. Chance, Chance Black, I was drawing a blank. Chance Black was was uh, very solid, yeah. and also Duke, uh, Bryce Duke, and Bryce Duke can also help us on special teams. So you got four backs that can rotate. Hey, the rest of you motherfuckers hit the weight room or hit the portal. We straight anyway, either way. Uh no, we want all y'all here for real. I don't think we ain't got nobody that's dead weight in the running back room. Like it ain't like twenty days where we had nineteen backs and only two could play. Yeah, it ain't nothing like that going on. I think we got a strong, deep, solid running back room. Uh, ACC level talent. The line ain't it ain't gonna look like that because of the line going forward. But 
the individual talents in the running back room. I, I like what I've seen. Um, let's give out some. Let's give out some game balls and some MVPs to some individuals. Um, me and Joe wasn't at the game present, so we don't know who won Iron Hokey and you know all. Oh, those, I, all- I, I I remember. I could, well. Oh man, it's it's a little fuzzy, but I know uh Jalen Stroman won defensive MVP and Parker Clements, I think either won offensive MVP or just straight up MVP in general. One one of the two. Can't remember. Uh and special teams. Fuck, who's special teams? I forget special teams. Um was it it won Jones? what was that? I think Jalen Jones won the special teams. Bryce Duke won something. Bryce Duke must have won the special teams one. Or maybe yeah, I, I forget. It is, but um, yeah, maybe I don't remember. I was pretty drunk at that point. We we, <laughs> we left like right after that. <laughs> yeah, let's start well, giving out awards. Let's give out some MVPs and sh- and shine some individual lights. Uh Drift, you start with the first MVP. Who are you giving the MVP trophy to? Should we go offensive, defensive, or should we just do overall MVP? We just gonna give out several overall MVPs. Just okay. Um, I'll I'll start in the game ball. Um, I'll start one with uh, I'll start with Grant Wells. Uh, I think I think there were a lot of. We've been. I know Joe is, is not on the Grant Wells train, and it was funny at the at the Suns event. Tally was talking about how he didn't want to see Grant Wells throw, and Billy was not having that. <laughs> but uh, no, I think there was a lot of people that have been low on on Wells. I mean, myself included. He didn't play the best last year, and I think um, I think he looked good. I think towards the the middle of the second quarter, I think he had a couple bad throws where he looked like he was forcing stuff in there. Um, but I think he looked good all around for the most part. Uh, had some had some solid throws, and he looks like the clear cut QB one after after that game. So I'll, I'll give him I'll give him the the nod for for MVP on that. Joe, you got an MVP? Yeah, man. I'm gonna talk about the guy that stole the show, Pop Watson. Man, came in there, showed he could run. It's basically two hand touched in the spring game. And he was still mm-hmm. getting loose. He's yeah, like, lose, maybe Kyler, man. Kyler married 2.0. Pop Watson came in, stole the show. I mean, shout out to Grant, man. You really did improve this year. But, I mean, you looked good in practice last year, man. I got to see what you can actually do in a game. See if you wilt again. But, yeah, it's Pop Watson for me, man. Man, Pop Watson. You know how sometimes, like, Jesus will come to you in different forms, like, Demetrius Davis was supposed to be like him, our savior quarterback. Yeah. He was gonna save Fuente job. He was gonna lead a flock of Texans to come rescue Virginia Tech and save Fuente's career. And it didn't happen. And he ended up going to Alabama State. And God bless him. Shout out to all HBCUs. I'll never slander somebody for going to HBCU. But um, I think. Demetrius Davis got reincarnated as Pop. That's what uh, it looks like. I, I hosted a space. You two was busy doing shit. I hosted a space after the spring game. And a lot of people were saying, like, well, if drones 
didn't have on the non-contact jersey, he could have showed what he can do. And every time somebody said that, I said, well, fucking Pop had one on, and he still showed something. So in the run game, like, Pop already at 18 years old or 19 is the most explosive athlete on the team. And he showed that uh, in, in one quarter's work. He is a player where they're going to have – they got four games. They got four free games, and they can keep the red shirt. Get them on the field, bro. Yeah. Find, like, like this is why coaches get paid. And if, and if Tyler Bowen is a real coach, which I'm iffy on him because we saw your work. We haven't year. seen anything. <laughs> but if, if, if Tyler Bowen can't find a way to get that kid on the field, even even if it's some you know red zone wild catch it, find a way to get him on the field. You got four free games. Like if we if if the especially if the offense is suffering next year, and Lord knows Virginia Tech, like the offense would be so. If the offense is suffering and we're going through bad offense game after game after game, and you can't you got four free games, and you don't even let us see Pop Watson, Tyler Bowen, you can get the fuck. Back to, you can go back to the Jacksonville Jaguars or Penn State or wherever the fuck. But um, that pop was Joe's game ball. I'm gonna give a game ball. I'm gonna give a game. I'm gonna give a game ball to Tucker Holloway, man. Tucker Holloway drifts. Spoke on it earlier. Him and uh, Stephen Gosnell. You know when we was thinking Virginia Tech receivers coming into the game. We was talking Allie Jennings. We was talking Jalen Lane. We was talking Daquan Felton. We was talking, you know, we just talked up the, those the, the transfer guys. And we had two motherfuckers right in our face looking dead at us like, wait a minute now. Like, y'all about to hype these new niggas. We here, bro. Like, Tucker Holloway, he about, I think he living up to that 11. He, he living up to that 11, man. Yes, yes. Tucker Holloway is a playmaker. Uh, he he called. He had the big play he called from Grant. He had the big play he called from Pop. And um, he he looks he looks like one of those. He's not Danny Cole because he's a hell of a lot more athletic. Yeah, but he's... like Danny Danny Cole was one of those receivers, but like defenses didn't cover him. They were just like, whatever he does, we can live with it. But in the end, like Danny Cole, kill you. I right. think Tucker Holloway can have the same role where it's like with the opposing defense didn't game plan for him, but by the end of the day, Tucker made two or three big impact plays. So I'm going to shine a light. Like when Virginia Tech had their best offenses, they always had a dual threat quarterback and then a random white dude that just knew where to be and how to get open. Like when they started scrambling. Yeah. Yeah, but, even, uh, even if it was Jeff King. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, Holloway's like actually super athletic. That's the difference. Yeah. So, like, a lot of these a lot of these white kids are just like technicians or good in the slot. They got good routes, whatever. And they're possession guys like that. I think that's more what Gosnell is. But Tucker Holloway's actually fast as shit. And like he can go he can get down the field and he can make people miss. So. I think he has just a different game than, than a lot of people thought he he had, honestly. Um, I remember when he first committed, I don't watch a ton of 
highlights and like players film but like i watched his and it was good like he 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 looked athletic on film and he still looks very athletic in person so i'm excited to see what he can do it's a packed wide receiver room like we got it's, it's looking like we got five receivers that can all play that are all acc level players um and yeah. obviously you know you're probably gonna only be running two or three of them at at, at most so um, we'll see how that kind of shakes out um, with depth chart and everything. Yeah, and Felton yes. had hands, man. He had really soft hands. He made a couple nice catches too. Yeah, man. I will yeah, say, Felton, yes. In person, Felton looked big as shit. Like he looked by far like the most like physically, you know, gifted yeah. player on on the wide receiver room. He was huge. I'm watching right now, and Daquan Felton is a big person. <laughs> I yeah, got he, cable he, right now. He is a big person. Um, something we've also lacked. I mean, we had Caleb Smith last year, and he, but not, but see, like, they, Laquan Felton can be like our big body red zone third down guy, where Caleb was like all of that. He was the red, he was the go to guy. He was the red zone guy. He was the third down guy. He was the playmaker. Like, <laughs> Like, exactly. so, and mind you, Caleb didn't even fit half them roles. He just had to be that guy. Exactly. But uh, they, the Quan Felton can just – he can play a specific role. Uh, Holloway can be the big play guy. Uh, then you got then you got Jennings who can be the go-to. It, I don't think that motherfucker that showed up Saturday was Ali Jennings. Hopefully that's some practice bullshit. But hopefully Jennings can be, like, the go-to guy and – he can lead the, the group, but you got guys that can play, fill different roles. And I'm still high on Christian Moss. Uh, I know Christian, I don't think Christian Moss played uh, on Saturday, but I'm still high on Christian Moss as like a route runner, technician type guy. Goss Neal the same. So we got guys that can fit different roles. And Grand Wales definitely got some toys to work with. And, um, you know, and Daquan Wright didn't even play. So. He got toys to play with. He got he got guys he can utilize in the pass game. Let's switch over to defense. Um, there was also some great defensive performances. I'll let Joe start it off. Any who who from defense will you give a game ball to? Man, I'm going with Baby Strowman, man. Baby Strowman. He was in the correct place all the time. Like, sometimes to make the play, you don't have to be the guy making the tackle or getting the interception. But, and he was making the play a lot of the time. He was in the right spot. He had the right position, right leverage. I was kind of impressed with him, man. He's yeah, locking it baby, down. Baby Stroll literally caused the second interception, even though Jennings probably should have or could have caught the ball. 100%. But but it was like it looked like a cover one look. I'm not a I'm not a football film guy, nothing like that. It looked yeah. like cover one man coverage, a crossing route. Um, Jennings, you know, lost. He left his left whoever was covering him, and Jalen Baby Stroll covered the ground, picked that shit up, came down, and was able to force the contested catch. The ball pops up in the air. Canteen is right there, uh, man on the spot and. It's another turnover for uh our boy uh drones. But um yeah, man, that was that was Baby Stroh's work. Uh Baby Stroh don't get shit in the uh in the stat box, but real ones know. Shout out to Baby Stroh, man. 
Uh, our friend Ricky was a big baby stroke truther. I'm gonna sit up here and I'm gonna and I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest. Ricky don't know shit. Uh, his <laughs> his his logic and reasoning that why baby stroke was gonna be good was complete bullshit. But it's he was right nonetheless. So shout out to Ricky, man. I, I got a question for you guys. Do you guys think Baby Stroh is our best defensive player? Uh, I Ooh. think most fans would say Mansoor Delane, despite what we saw on uh, despite what we saw on uh, Saturday. I think most would say Delane. Um, I think Baby Stroh would be more important. But yeah, I, I think I would, he's the most important player on defense. As far as all of the good ones, uh, maybe not in terms of skill, but maybe you know, just importance and impact, maybe in, in that sense. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, which which yeah. is which is still the bad way to build a defense because if your two best players are, de- are defensive backs, you don't have a good defense. You all, <laughs> you always want your best defensive players to be like D tackles and shit, or you right. got a, a superior great edge rusher. Or something like that. If your best player is a safety or a corner, you got a bad defense. Uh, so I'm gonna give out a game ball to somebody on defense, and we brought his name up, Derek Canteen. He did catch the interception that stroke calls, and he just looks solid. He's a Georgia Southern, one of them Georgia schools. I don't want to say Georgia State. I think Georgia Southern. I think you're right. Yeah, I think it's we don't do Southern. research over here, but um. Derek Canteen, he looks solid. And if Delane is what we say he is and Canteen is what we saw, then, and, 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 you know, there's Cam Johnson and there's Dorian Strong, we're solid at corner. We don't got, we're not crazy great at corner and with no elite pass rush, you don't really got good secondary play. But, Individual for individual, I like Derek Canteen. Joe, you got a defensive MVP? Oh, I so, just gave him. He, 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 he went baby stroke. Um, who is your defensive MVP? Um, let's see. I'll go. Uh, I'll go with CJ McCray. I think. Uh, you know, I I got to go back and, and really look more at him in terms of the defense. I like those two guys you said. They probably were my one too, but. Um, McCray does look pretty quick on the edge. And, um, I was talking to somebody this week, and I forget who it was, but I just, I think the last time we had an edge rusher that could really hit the edge and like get pressure, um, was Trayvon Hill. And in, in, from what I remember. And yeah. so I think he has the, he has the speed to be able to do it. Like I thought Barno, we always thought Barno should have been able to do it but he would like disappear for games and then do it randomly. You know what I mean? But I, I think McCray has the burst and the speed to be able to do it. So um, I'm excited to see if he can take a step up this year. Uh, we're going to need it on the defensive line. So um, he would be, he would be my guy. Yes, sir. And those were the game ball slash game MVPs and, if you got one of those, listen, getting a, getting a winning the awards on 4L is a blessing and an honor because you definitely don't want to be on this next list. And this is the get your life together list. 
these are the people that went out there and whether they had hype or they had no hype, they went out there and proceeded to uh, not look that great, look like shit, need to do better. Uh, I think Drift started the first one. Now, but, okay, so I'll start to get your life together, Liz. Karen Drones, bro, let's have a conversation, my boy. Um, get your life together, Mo. I, you know, you came from Baylor. I don't know what happened at Baylor. I don't know if you were just tired of sitting or whatever the case may be. You was a four-star transfer, if I'm not mistaken. Um, hey, man, listen. They kind of wanted you to go out there and win that job, bro. They kind of set this thing up for you to go out there and win the job, bro. They kind of didn't want to run. They didn't want to run Grant back. You put the team in the position where they got to do that. Because I don't want them fucking around on Grant. Now, Now Grant got to go into summer, I mean, fall camp, getting all the first team reps. I don't think this, I think this competition should be over, bro. And that's as a result of carrying drones. Now, whether you was practicing, hurt, didn't know the playbook, whatever the case may be, I was told by management, you was way better than Grant Wells. You didn't do that. I didn't see it. I didn't see way better. You might be physically better or whatever. You might can run faster. You might can throw further. I ain't see way better. Get your life together, man. This is cr constructive criticism. I think eventually at some point in the season, we will see Kyron Jones. Uh, this ain't like last year with JB and them motherfuckers. And this ain't like uh, two years ago with what the fuck Fuente had as backups. But um, Oxen hey, fucking yeah, get 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 your life together, man. For real. Uh, y'all want to add to the drones conversation before we move on? Yeah, I really, uh, really wish he maybe had a little bit more time in the pocket. But even when he did have time, uh, he made some some bad throws. Like at the game, like his throws were off. Players were open, and like he's kind of missing them. Uh, he wasn't explosive, and like we talked about earlier with the Pop Watson stuff. Um, like he wasn't looking dynamic either. Like he wasn't really running. Like, you know what I mean? Like he could have been doing a little bit more. It seemed like to me and somebody pointed out he wasn't playing at game speed. And that's kind of what it felt like. Like it looked like he was just playing slower than everybody else. So, um, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I, I've still, still got hope for him. Um, I still think he can be a good player because he looks athletically talented, but we got to see more. Yeah, man. He's, Got a long summer ahead. He's got to figure out the playbook. I think he was at a little bit of a disadvantage just because the white team offensive line was so bad. Like, we probably got like half the reps that we normally would have. But, like, there was plays that he could have ran with it, and he forced a bad ball. Uh, one of the Ollie Jennings drops is one of those that I'm re referencing right there. But, man, you really let me down, Drones. I, everybody knows I'm not a Grant Wells fan. Yeah, you told me. Here I am. Lies. You're gonna make me. You're gonna make me root for that motherfucker. What the hell are you doing, man? Yeah, you told some so, Grant Wells lies, Chiefs. Uh, nah, them were trash. Them shits nah, were true. Nah, they look. They looking real shaky. Um, I think Grant Wells was some actual ACC level players. He might be a pretty yeah. average quarterback. He might be pretty yeah. average. He'd be average. But, man, Drones, man, you out here making us look silly, bro. Come on. Yeah, get yeah. it together, Drones. We rooting for you, bro. Like, 
We want to. We want to be good. We want to be good. We want you to be good, bro. Like we only saying this because we want you to be good. This ain't no. This ain't no funny shit. I don't know. You know, you went to Baylor and all that. I don't know how their fan base get down. You know, they might not do have podcasts and fans that talk shit and all that. But here, we kind of talk shit, bro. Yeah, um, we don't need your dad running up on Vito after a game now. Yes. Yeah. We don't, we don't want no shit like that. Yeah. We don't want no family members running down on me <laughs> after games, before games. Uh, who else need to get their life together? I'll, I'll go next. I'll I'll go with uh with Allie Jennings. I I thought he should have shown that he was far and away the best receiver on the field. Um, and I I didn't really I didn't see that. And so I know he is. It, he's put the tape out there. Um, it's it, but yeah. like we we got to see it. You know, it just it didn't look like that on game day. Um, and like even when he wasn't getting the ball, I didn't see him getting like wide open or anything either. So yeah. I don't know. It seemed like he was just a little slower, maybe like the playbook, like he, he was still learning. And I think yeah, he, was, he was a he was looking yeah. half speed out there too. So but the difference between Jennings and Drones is we seen Jennings movies. We seen Jimmy and right, Joe seen right. Jennings in person. Do Kill this shit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We seen it in person. We seen it in 4K. Hey, Yo, Jennings right in got our face. Some, Jennings got a pedigree. So he's a lot. Drones. Nah, bro, you ain't got no footage, bro. We don't know. We don't know what you can do. Jennings, I, we, I, I, I'm willing to, even though you caused two turnovers, I'm willing to give you a pass, bro. I'm, I'm going to give you a bit of a pass. Joe, who need to get their life together? Man, it was a tough one for me between the entire white team, offensive line, and Will Ross, but it's going to be Will Ross, man. If I see you miss another fucking 30-yard field goal, you out of here. You got, like, come on, man. You're doing that shit last year in games. You had a chance to save the day for the white team, keep them from doing the naked lap and getting skunked, and you couldn't even do it, man. You hooked that shit. So, Will Ross, get your life together, man. And if I see another one of them fucking bad snap fumbles against ODU where one of you dumbasses try to jump on it and knock it the other way, that episode is going to be hell for you, dog. Get that shit together, man. Okay, shout out to Will Ross. He has a lovely family. I met his parents. Uh, I shouldn't have to know family. the kicker's name. If I know the kicker or the snapper's name, we're having yeah, trouble. Yeah, unless, unless that kicker is Cody Jernail, bro, we are not interested. Yeah. Hey, yeah, unless we get some swaggy kickers back, man. Get him, A.J. Hughes, Joey Sly. Like, unless we know your name for other reasons than messing up on the field. Yeah, on some Shane Graham shit. Yes, sir. Um, I'm gonna put another one out there. Uh, Taja Mel Bullock, my boy. Let me talk to you. <laughs> we have a Taj Bullock. Let me holler at you, my boy. A bit. You three years in, my boy. You might wanna. You might wanna holler at. Uh, you might wanna holler at Norfolk State. Uh, Hampton, my boy. Uh. Nothing personal, boy. My boy, it's just a business. It's just a business, bro. It's a business. Um, we're not seeing a return on the on our on our investment. I remember after Demetrius Davis. This is the second time y'all heard his name this podcast. But after Demetrius Davis decommitted, you know, Taj Bullock was the backup plan, and some people had the nerve, the unmitigated gall, 
say Taj Bullock was better than the Matrix. And now that was copium. That was people trying to cope. Because they were hurt. Hurt people hurt people. But Taj Bullock, my boy. You on the clock, my boy. You ain't got to leave yet, but you on the clock. You on the clock. Who, who, I think we did everybody right. Yeah, that was, I think that was, I think that was pretty much it uh, from what I had seen. Um, so yeah, I, I think there's uh, some some good takeaways, but man, some people need to figure it out big time. They need to figure it out because Pry, uh, Brent Pry, uh, Tyler Bowen, y'all got the little honeymoon year. Last year was the honeymoon year. Y'all could have did everything but assassinate the president, and y'all could have kept your jobs. I'm not saying uh, this year, like win ten games or else, but uh, it can't look like that. You don't get like year two ain't a this ain't a free year. Uh, you got to win more. You got to win probably five games and up to keep the fans in a happy place. Uh, I think five games enough to keep the fans in a content slash happy place. Less than that, people going to start talking about firing you, dog. I ain't going to hold you. Uh, three games, people are going to want to fire you. Two games, they might fire your ass, bro. Uh, last year was your free year where you could do no wrong outside unless you killed somebody. And you still might have kept your job. Year one, you good. Everybody like you. And then you're a likable dude. People like you and all that. Year two, ain't nobody trying to hear that shit, dog. Um, I like you, man. Brent Pryor, I like you, man. But I will fire your ass. I will. I will advocate. I, I advocate a Frank Beamer get fired. That lets you know none of you motherfuckers is safe. Like, uh, anybody can go. Yeah. <clears throat> The the it'll the clock will the seat will start getting hot uh this year and it'll it'll get hot in two ways one if he doesn't win and and two if they can't get uh elite talent or even better talent in the recruiting class um that's another one for me too but I was talking to Diablo fan account I I met him in person at Sharkies and he asked mm-hmm. me he was like what do you think about Pry like whatever and I told him I was like. Honestly, my big concern is, like, I get that, like, Tech wants to get back to this defensive-minded, like, defensive-oriented shit, and that's kind of what probably, like, his MO is, and that's kind of what we're trying to do. But, uh, like, in this day and age of football, like, that does not work anymore. Like, you got to have an offense. Like, you got to be able to score um, and be innovative on offense in some sort of way. So, if Pry can't figure out how to get people in the building to do that, uh, then he his seat's going to get hot. Definitely gonna get hot because I look at the spring game and I look at last year, I see an offense that's vastly improved. Now don't get me wrong, the offense was terrible last year. Right. But I'm seeing I'm seeing the offensive floor that got raised several floors. Correct. Several yeah. uh, got raised a lot. The defense is kind of still the same as far as like the talent floor and ceiling. It's pretty much the same as last year, which means they're going to need the offense to sustain more drives, score more points, keep them off the field. Now, probably you a defensive guy, and I'm big on a team got to have an identity. I think every team should have an identity. If a team lacking identity, 
you get the 2020 Hokies. But you can have NFL talent, it don't mean shit. So what ends up happening is teams should have an identity. So if prior as the defensive coach, then you would hope that the defense is the first thing he would improve. Right. I don't see it. I don't, I don't see it. So I see the offense improve. Uh, like as far as like the skill positions and the quarterback room, like Fontail, Tyler Bowen, you know, the, the offensive staff, they doing they 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 putting some work in. The defense. Hey, JC Price, where you at, bro? What's going on, Chief? Um, but we shall see. Uh nobody's getting fat, you know, with just a spring game. Joe, you got anything to add? Nah, but I'm kind of curious. What do y'all think we go? What's y'all's kind of projection at the moment after the spring game? Um, I say, say five and seven. I'll go six and six. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking like four and eight's the floor, six and six is the ceiling, and we probably go four and eight or five and seven. Yeah, I think it's somewhere. I think it's somewhere right there in the middle. Um, really, just too much depth. The other thing too that like needs to needs to definitely be improved is like just the in-game game management. Like there was a lot of terrible management last year during games, and we chalked it up as like because it's Prize's first year and like he hasn't been a head coach before, shit like that. So, um, I don't know. They it, they really have to improve a lot, and the rest of the ACC has to be down for them to win more than six games. And the schedule gets harder, and we pretty much have a first year defense coordinator again. This would be the first year Mar was kind of calling the defense, so. I think we're still going to see some of that, man. I think we're going to be disappointed on some Saturdays. I'm going to it up. We're going to be definitely disappointed, but at least we ain't got to go to Chapel Hill. Jesus Christ. Yeah, for real. Or ODU. We ain't got to go over there. Get we ain't got to go at ODU. Um, yeah. We do got to play Florida State. We're yep. curved. And we're playing Florida State the week after they play – Clemson. And there's some teams <laughs> on there that are probably going to kick our teeth in, man. Hey, like, Clemson was looking. Clemson quarterbacks were looking booty. Yeah, hey, yeah. Shout out Florida, State. Florida State's going to ACC champs this year. Hey, listen, Clemson, Clemson about to find out what it's like. The fall the coastal, right? The coastal's done. Yeah, ain't no more. Ain't no more. Uh, no more divisions. No more divisions. We're only one and two. One and oh. two. One and two. It's gonna be us and UVA competing for last. Clemson. Clemson, uh your stop coming up. <laughs> your stop is coming up, my boy. Uh Dabo, shout out to Dabo Sweeney, man. Dabo Sweeney had a had a dynasty in his hands and he purposely gave it back. Shout out to Dabo Sweeney because when you got when you got lightning in your hands, you're not supposed to get that up. Uh, hell no. If the game says, you know what, transfer a portal and they can have NIL money, then you do that. You don't continue to use the church and all this other dumb shit you got going. No, nah, bro, you 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 pivot. That's what Nick Saban. You think Nick Saban got to clench his teeth. Every time he get one of these motherfuckers a hellcat, he don't want to give them shit. But he know he got to play the game. 
That's the way it goes. Dabo Sweeney turning out to be Fuente with a little bit of success. That's crazy to me. You know the you know the model. You see what you got to do, and you just gonna purposely not do it. Shout outs to you, bro. God bless you. Stay safe. That's crazy to me. Did y'all see Arch Manning spring game? Did y'all see Arch Manning? Yeah, no, I did I not catch that. it. He looked, yeah. little, but I mean, he looked like a freshman quarterback that, you know, just wasn't ready yet. I mean, he looked a little bit better than Jones, but hey, Ewers, though. Uh, hey, Quinn Ewers, man, y'all got to put him on the Heisman list. Yeah, like, shout out, shout out to Quinn Ewers and, and Arch Man. And I'm only, I'm only getting on Arch Man and not because, you know, and I understand freshmen and all that first first action, all that dumb shit. But when 247 is giving this man these highlights, and I don't really fuck with a lot of valuations because it'd be a lot of dick riding involved and all of that. But you, y'all gave this man, he was the number one player in the country, if I'm not mistaken. He was the number, not number one quarterback. I think this motherfucker was the best player in the country. Yeah, he was number one player. Number one player in the country now. I just and I don't even watch film. I was watch I watched Arch Manning's highlights and was like number one player in the country. Number one player in this country? Man, get the fuck out of here. Look, bro, they need to stop doing this for the manners, bro. We need to stop doing this for the Manning family, bro. We got to stop gassing up these Mannings, bro. Uh, Eli Manning, Eli Manning had like two good seasons and like two mid seasons and like the rest bad seasons. And like, bro, man, get the fuck out of here, bro. They need to stop this shit. Uh, yeah, you, they, you know who looked good though, man. I watched Tennessee spring game. And oh. that young quarterback they got, that oh, Nico cat. Oh, Nico, hey, Nico, hey. Hey, he is the truth. He's way better than Arch Manning at this point. That's and what I'm saying. Better than Milton, too. Yeah, way better. That kid is unreal. And that Tennessee offense is just, like, so explosive and so quarterback friendly. Like, that Top shit was much. unreal. Hypo might be him, man. Hypo might be that man. Josh Hypo might be young. Offensive minds. Offensive minds. Offensive minds. And you need a couple of them four and five stars. Amen. Amen. If you don't got if you don't got four and five stars, then you need to be running some Chip Kelly super high tempo athletes all over the place. Even if they three stars, they gotta be faster than everybody else. That's what Chip Kelly did. Like people act like, I mean, you gotta have this and that. You can be, you can do it with three stars, and Chip Kelly did it with three stars at Oregon, but he got the right three stars. Like Michael right. James was like, Michael James was like a four star running back, but he was like faster than everybody. Like Kenyon Barner, like you got to have a system, and you got to get the guys that fit that system, and you got to roll with that shit, or come out here like the rest of us and die. Yeah, that's kind of why I don't like Bowen's offense, is because that offense is basically built on like you know 1v1 like lining up us versus y'all and bangs on having you know the more athletic more talented stronger players and 
We're just not going to get that. We ain't got that, yeah. We're not going to, you know? Yeah, we're not going to get it. So it's like, at the end of the day, we're running a a smash mouth offense with no smash mouth to it. We're just running our mouth at this point. We're just running our mouth. We're just running into the wall, getting two yards. So, hey, man, Tyler Bowen, you better hit that portal, my boy. Anything else we got to announce? Oh, Kenji Christian. Kenji Christian, uh, he hit the portal after the game. Um, no huge surprise there. He never really seen the field here. Kenji, yeah. God bless you and your uh, God bless you and your endeavors. Uh, he he was from the state of Alabama, so maybe you know UAB, uh, Troy, or well, the state of Alabama got a lot of programs. Maybe he want to go home, yeah. or maybe not. You know. Yeah, a lot of people were high on him coming out of high school, but he I guess he just never never figured it out or yeah, whatever. Never, never caught on. Never really caught on. So that's it for L, man. We want to thank y'all for uh rocking rocking with the pod. If you're still listening, you really fuck with us. I wanna give a shout out to Joe from Ghost and Drift. Um, <laughs> hey, I gotta give a we- shout out to Tally, man. Tally stopped in Marion to uh Check out my hometown. Let's see what it was about. So shout out to Tally. Shout out to Tally. Man, shout outs to uh shout outs to all the former players that came through. Um I know for years, even at the end of Frank, and you know, we we well, I don't got no problem shitting on Fuente and giving Fuente all the credit he deserved for being stupid. But even at the end of Frank, like Frank got away from a lot of shit too. He got away from like the sidelines. Outside of Bruce Smith, like Bruce, Bruce Smith ain't gonna miss shit. But uh, even 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 Frank was starting to slip as far as his player involvement and spring games and everybody. You know, it was getting stale. But Pry has uh, injected that new life. And shout out to Triumph, man. I know yeah. I know Brandon Hill is a polarizing figure on on Twitter, but. He needs his credit and his flowers. He's trying his best to get the NIL popping for Virginia Tech. So shout out to shout out to Triumph. Shout out to NI. Uh, shout out to Brendan Hill. I'm definitely gonna sign up. Yeah, me for too. That, uh, for that Triumph situation. Yeah, man. Triumph is like it, it's like everybody talks about starting an NIL company or like supporting NIL, and he like was one of the people that actually did it. Uh, and there's not a lot of people around college football that have like just done it like that and how he has actually built a platform. So um big shout out to him. He's putting in a ton of work. B Hill's my hey. guy, man. That website looks great. I was talking to him last week and uh hey man, come on man. Get on. We're gonna tell it tell it on the pod when we explain how everything yeah, works man. to everybody, man. Shout out to yeah, B Hill. We, we gotta Thank get you. we gotta get B Hill. We gotta get B Hill on the pod man. one yeah. of these weeks. Cause now starts the dog days. Like before fall camp, we're gonna have a you got the NFL draft, and then you just got like that stretch of weeks uh where it's not gonna be much going on. Outside of recruiting, we'll we'll cover recruiting with you know, I'm pretty sure it's gonna pick up heavy in like June, July when we start getting these commits. But uh till next time, y'all for four L. God bless. I had to rob niggas just to flex. Three diamonds are all of my.
makes that nigga drink a finesse. The more money feel like they like your last. Just bought a hundred rounds and I bought a vest. Caught a battle, ain't tell nobody, young nigga, pass the test. I'm with my killers, we bout to slide. We all ride to the death. You never ever win this death. No, Valentino when I step. Calico on my right, Michael Draco on my left. Caught the body, then I left. Good gas, nigga, come take a breath. Had to get them up and clean up a mess. I'm doing extra. I just been dependent and test. Matt 90, show you how to.